yo, when I wake <laughs> up, why are you laughing, huh? Why are you laughing? I just, I don't know. I was, I knew you were going to start singing or rapping or something. Man. No, I was going to go into spoken word. Okay, let me, let me okay, do it my, again. Okay. My bad, my I'm going to go into spoken word. <clears throat> the scar, call me Mufasa. And then when I'm done, I'm going to give you that bossa. Cold bossa. It's what I use on my pizza because it's low in calories and it is an impasta. Yeah, you like that? Anyways, this is just <laughs> another chapter. I really got to work on my uh, spoken word. I watch a I lot of so. it, so I'm surprised I'm okay. not better mm. at it. This is just another chapter, a book club style podcast where we review a chapter of a book every single day. And now we are on the Harry Potter series, the fourth book in this wonderful installment. We just came off one of the best chapters of the entire series, The Riddle House, the first chapter of Goblet of Fire. And now, Jacob, Will you please walk us through chapter two, The Scar, as you walk us through your chapters every single day? Sure thing. Sure thing, Joe. Yeah, I, I, you know what? When you, uh, I kind of was hoping you'd bring up um, Mufasa and Scar because that's that's actually what I was thinking of too. But Ooh. you broke up into spoken word, which we can talk about that later. Um, anyways. Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> Where we left off in the last chapter, Harry... 20 or 200 miles away from where unfortunately frank bryce was murdered 200 miles away this is where we are now this is where harry is and he woke up he was shaken he uh felt like there was just like a, a very vivid nightmare that he was living through and um he reaches for his scar and it's stinging and burning with he has so much pain coming from there and he gets up to look in the mirror to kind of examine it and see what's what's happening. He's trying hard to remember about that dream. He saw two people he kind of recognized and Wormtail was one of them mm. and Lord Voldemort. But he couldn't really actually get a good look at Voldemort. He doesn't really understand what he looks like. But he does remember an old man collapsing. Remembers them also talking about they that they killed someone but he can't remember that person's name. But he also remembers specifically that they were plotting to kill him, Harry Potter. So this is really alarming to Harry and not even Quidditch can take his mind off of it. He was reading the night before a book about Quidditch, but that can't distract him at this point. And Harry's he's gotten used to pain over time. He's gotten gone into some rough uh, situations in the past, but this pain is just different it's really kind of something he's never really felt at this point and because he's felt all this pain in the past um like when he was with uh Voldemort uh the close call um it's it just it's super different for him but he he couldn't there's no way Voldemort could be here um the last time he's felt a pain like this was when um he was near Voldemort and uh in the first book but there's no way Voldemort's nearby at Fort Privet Drive. Doesn't make any sense. Um, you never know. He doesn't really. He, well, I don't know. It's uh, it, I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating. All right. All right. And um, yeah, so he's like, what do I do about this? He can't even tell the Dursleys about this because, I mean, the mere thought of it, of doing so, is just laughable to Harry. Yeah. Uh, he thinks about his two friends, how they would react if he wrote about this to them the pain in his scar and you can just kind of get the 
the image Hermione would be very worried and kind of is like oh you must tell Dumbledore you must do something Ron would just be like damn that's crazy bro I don't know man what's uh, what's popping so he's thinking about the Weasley family uh, but he doesn't he doesn't want them to really know he is not actually going to send a letter to them um, he realizes what he really wants is parents someone who knows dark magic and kind of could deal with the experience he just felt and then he remembers hey i've got a godfather serious black so since he has returned to fort Pirate drive harry was allowed to keep his magic stuff in his room and he received two letters from sirius who the dursleys know is a wanted criminal and he was able to put his magic stuff in his room because because of sirius so shout out shout out to him so he's feeling a little bit better now. He writes a letter to Sirius Black telling him about the awfulness of the Dursleys and obviously asking him a question about his scar. And he's feeling a little more optimistic. And that's where the chapter ends. This scar. Not Mufasa. Awesome. Oh, damn. Mufasa Sukasa. I Every time I think of like Mufasa, I don't think of like the like the Lion King, I think of like Childish Gambino. Okay. I don't know why, but. I don't know. It's a good song. It's a good song. So this, this chapter was, was more so like what I was honestly expecting for like chapter one. It's kind of like this little bit of a review. Like, I don't want to say this was kind of like a, oh my God, this is what happened last book, but it was kind of like a very, it kind of but it also was more so of like um harry reacting to what the scar was right and then kind of like mm-hmm. through the reaction of the scar we kind of got to see everyone who was a part of harry's life you know yeah. we got to see that so-and-so person like we got to see that he was thinking of hermione and dumbledore and hagrid and ron and all of those people and then he finally realized that he has serious black and then we got the whole it had only been two months since harry and Sirius had become very close realizing that you know they're related and all of that but i i thought this was a really cute chapter yeah no this was it was exactly like you said this is basically like the other chapters like the beginning chapters where they kind of just like reintroduce us into the story by giving us some like past details about yeah people really close to harry yeah. in his life this chapter was a lot of rehashing but in the mold of the scar and what the scar kind of symbolizes to Harry and what that connection might be exactly to Voldemort because as soon as Voldemort cast that spell that killed poor Frank Bryce that's when Harry woke up 200 miles away so I don't know very interesting very interesting because we know that Dumbledore has said that Voldemort is a part of you so what exactly is it it's it seems to be the scar I mean we've kind of gotten to the point where we know that that's it, but this is kind of a really, really good kind of um, example of how they're connected. Yeah, like it isn't like we're still kind of confused as to if this is like a um, a dream or if this is reality. Like again, I thought this was a complete hundred percent like real thing the second yeah. it happened, but now it's I'm I'm more so confused because I'm like, damn, like. What's happening? It was What's super vivid for Harry, so that's why it's. I don't know. It's interesting because um, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a hundred percent 
certain that it's either a dream or not, but it kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in the same boat where it, I don't know, I'm leaning towards it being like, yeah, this is reality, but it also based off of what he says, it does seem dreamlike, but who knows? Who knows? Dreamy. (laughs) No, um, yeah. I, the one thing I didn't like about this chapter, and it sucks because this is like, the first chapter in like 10 chapters that I really had like a big issue with, it was just way too short. This chapter was, was just, short. it's like six pages in my book. And it was just like one of those things where I'm like, we you could have given us so much more. Like, I don't want to recap, but I just want to know how Harry Summer truly was. You know, like I, like, I wish they had kind of done it in a sense where it's like they would have shown us all of the letters that Sirius had sent him. And kind of like, it was like a, a, a diary type of chapter where it's like, well, this is the first day that I've come back from Hogwarts. This is, you know, a series just said be the first chapter. Like, I wish it was kind of something like that. This was just little vanilla, little bland. Not bad, but just bland. Yeah, I it was it was definitely bland and it was definitely a lot of kind of rehashing um the story from the last three books kind of the the story arc of the connections that they have these characters have to harry but yeah i don't know it could have it could have had a little more oomph a little more depth to certain things um to kind of spice it up because aside from this harry waking up and feeling kind of paranoid at the start it's like not much really happened it was just like a like literally probably like five minutes in, in terms of like what happened um in the story and i don't know i think it could have we could have added a lot more yeah to yeah definitely spice it up because i've got a feeling that yeah we've we we're saying in the last episode this is a spicy book but this was i don't know it's a little bit vanilla like you said yeah like nothing wrong but just mm. yeah you like that oomph um yeah. One thing I really did like was just kind of like Harry, as Harry's growing up, he he's kind of getting that whole sense of, oh my God, like I can do stuff on my own now. Like he's kind of gotten into his own of just um, like standing up to the Dursleys. Like we don't really get a- a, a We'll a big, see that in the next, yeah. next chapter. A good example of that. But it's just, you know, he kind of said like he told them that Sirius Black was his- godfather but he just forgot to tell them that he was innocent so he was now able to leave his trunk inside of his bedroom and it's just like i really like that like he's like standing up to the dursleys we saw like a glimpse of it from his second to third school year and now we're even seeing a bigger one where he's just like yo fuck the dursleys like i'm just doing me canceled dursleys canceled Cancel culture. Get out of here. Get out of, out of here. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Because, yeah, exactly. This chapter is pretty short. And there's not a lot of spice, not a lot of juice. So we're a little bit lost in the sauce with this one. No, lost know. in the there's sauce not... is a good thing. God damn it. I don't know, man. I'm... We're just Maybe lost. A... Okay, fine. Just lost. Just lost, lost in the juice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah, no, my favorite, my favorite quote is also kind of something that was interesting to me. So my favorite quote is a very short one. It's just like, even Quidditch is in Harry's opinion, best boy in the world couldn't distract him at that moment. 
there was one thing that I thought was kind of interesting in this chapter, how one of his, be his best moments ever and uh, before he cast that marvelous Patronus um, at the end, the moment he's like, oh, I got to cast this Patronus now after he won the Quidditch Cup. That was his happiest moment. And then in this chapter, not even Quidditch, which is one of the, his fondest kind of um, passions and whatnot, he's just, he's shook because he knows that Voldemort is a threat and looming. And he just had this nightmare that was just super vivid to him. And he's got this kind of burning sensation on his scar that he knows was left there on the night that he was murdered by, or his parents were murdered by Voldemort. So the fact that even Quidditch at this point had, it couldn't even put him um, at ease just a little bit is, is very uh, interesting to me. And that's why that was part of my favorite quote. And also a nice little interesting tidbit in this chapter. Tidbit. Oh my God. I haven't heard that word in so long. My I haven't bad. heard. No, no, no. It's okay. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Like Dolores. Um, <laughs> one of those names. One of those Dolores words. tidbit. Um, <laughs> my quote was more so just like, it was kind of like sad. Like yours was also like kind of sad too. Like with Harry just Quidditch, like that's his vibe. But for me, it was more so um, Harry just reminiscing on the life he could have had. And it came towards the end of this chapter, right before that Harry writes his uh, letter to Sirius, quote, Wormtail had escaped before they could take him to the Ministry of Magic and Sirius had had to flee for his life. Harry had helped him escape on the back of a hippogriff called Buckbeak. And since then, Sirius had been on the run. The home Harry might have had if Wormtail had not escaped had been haunting him all summer. It had been doubly hard to return to the Dursleys, knowing what he had had so nearly escaped them forever. And that hurt me. That yeah. hurt. Because it's like, Harry's literally had... We keep saying he's that Harry so close. Yeah, like we, so close. We keep saying Harry's had nothing, but he's had a lot. It's just one of those things where it's like he could have had what he finally wanted rather than yeah. what was given to him. It's I know it's like a weird way of looking at it, but he could have had so much more than what he's experiencing right now. So close. Yet, Yet so, so far. far. Yeah. yeah. And we just we just hope that they get reunited and he's able to out it from the Dursleys. Howdy we'll, fam. We'll just we'll see how that uh turns out. But I don't know if you have much else to add to this or we can just rate this chapter. Um, Not like it was a good chapter. Like I love the whole diet, like the whole like back and forth between Harry and his bread bread, his brain as to how like Hermione <laughs> As to how Hermione and Ron yeah, is interesting, it's interesting, and then I love how he had to imagine Dumbledore like in in, in suntan mm -hmm. lotion. That stuff was all cute; it was all fun. But I don't really have much else to add. Like it, it was just a it was a fun chapter. I just it could have been better in my head. So what do you what would you rate it? It's tough because I feel like if I give it a three, I'm doing this chapter disjustice. But if I give it a four, it's too high. So a three and a half would have been perfect right now. But I'm going to give it a three because I just I can't justify giving it a four knowing that it's like a six page chapter and it's not like a good six page chapter. Yeah. It's, it's just like a 
kind of like an intro slash set like scene setter type chapter this was like the real intro of the book like the other was like i don't know i don't know how you would really describe it but it was just it's still it's still canon it's still involved with the story tremendously but it's like a different intro this is like the real kind of a more typical intro um but yeah same same reasons this is three out of five for me um it was just it was lacking a little there's not much that really kind of caught my eye um I mean, the scar, the the title of the chapter, it's it's interesting, and we'll see how that continues mm. on. But it's just it's not enough to warrant a higher mark for me. So, three out of five broomsticks. Hundo Pete, yeah. three out of, yeah, three yeah, out of yeah. five broomsticks. It's it's a fair assessment, not assessment. So. It's it's fair because it's not like a perfect chapter yet. It's not a bad chapter. It's just there, as we keep saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So give me your chapter winner before we wrap up today and um for me it's i don't know it's just harry and i don't know for me it's pretty basic because like he was like the only like physical presence uh character there's obviously a lot of mentions to other characters but i don't know just seeing harry kind of freak out um based off of that dream or whatever it was that he he feels that burning sensation that he's never he hasn't felt since he was close face to face to Voldemort. So I don't know. That was interesting. Um, so I think it's all ties into Harry. So Harry is my chapter winner. How about you? My chapter winner is is more of a funny one because I didn't want to give it to Harry. I just I decided okay, not to. Okay. I'm Don't giving basic, huh? No, that basic. I I'm giving it to Dumbledore's imaginary sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. I, I I'm just I'd love that image of a old crooked nosed man lathering himself up with some lotion Yummy. okay all right i see i see i see joe all right sorry uh, sorry and that'll do it i think for just any chapter yep before i embarrass myself <laughs> jacob and joe this was uh yeah it was interesting but i think uh the next one maybe will be better i think the rest of the book though is is just overall better. So yeah, that was Jacob and Joe, just another chapter. We'll see you next time. Peace. Deuces.